0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. As you heard in the Synexerium, today is the departure of St. John the Beloved. St. John the Beloved is one of the twelve apostles, and also one of the four evangelists. He started his life as a fisherman with his father Zebedee and with his brother James. And when St. John the Baptist started his ministry, John the Beloved became a disciple of John the Baptist. And then when the Lord Jesus Christ started his ministry and John the Baptist said about the Lord Jesus Christ, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the whole world, St. John the Beloved became one of the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he was very close to the Lord Jesus Christ. He loved the Lord Jesus from his whole heart and followed him wherever he goes. And one time When the Lord started his ministry, a city of Samaria rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. They refused to receive him. So John, because he loved the Lord Jesus Christ, went with James, his brother, to the Lord Jesus Christ. They were full of zeal. And they said, Do you want us to do like Elijah, to ask God, to send fire to burn the city and the Lord told them I don't know from which spirit you are because the son of man did not come to destroy the world but to save the world that's why he called James and John sons of thunder because of their overzeal and another time John, the Beloved, saw a person casting out demons in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But he was not one of the disciples. So he forbade him. And he went and said to the Lord Jesus Christ, We saw one casting out demons in your name and we forbade him because he doesn't follow us. And the Lord told him, Don't forbid him. He who performs miracles in my name, it's difficult for him to turn against me quickly. And John the Beloved with his brother James and St. Peter were among the three who went to the Lord Jesus Christ to certain places. Nobody else went with them, like the mountain of transfiguration, like Gethsemane like when they attended the resurrection of the daughter of Yaius. And he was very close to the Lord Jesus Christ to the extent in the Last Supper when the Lord told them, one of you will betray me tonight. John leaned on the chest of the Lord Jesus Christ and he asked him, who is that person who will betray you? And as you heard in the Gospel of today, after the restoration of St. Peter to his apostleship, and the Lord said to Peter about how he would die by stretching his hand as St. Peter died crucified, but with his head down and his feet up. And Peter knew that John was close to the Lord Jesus Christ. So maybe a spirit of jealousy Moved within Peter So Peter asked the Lord What about this man? How this man would die? And here the Lord Felt the spirit of jealousy Moving inside the heart of Peter That's why he told him What is that to you? Why is this important to you? If I want him to live until I come in my second coming what is that to you? you follow me as if the Lord said to him mind your own business and because the Lord said if I will that he remain until I come so most of the disciples thought that John will never die but as St. John explained the Lord did not say he will not die he will remain. The Lord did not say this. But the Lord said, if I will, that he remain until I come. But he is the only one among the 12 disciples that was not martyred. 11 of the 12 were martyred, but John was not martyred. Although he suffered, as you heard in the Senexerium, Emperor Domitian put him in boiling oil but it did not hurt him. And then he was exiled to an island called Patmos in Greece where he saw the revelation, the vision that he wrote it to us in the book of Revelation. And St. John wrote five books in the New Testament the Gospel of John, the Book of Revelation, and three letters. And St. John, because he was very close to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord revealed to him the mysteries of the Kingdom of God. When you study his Gospel, a lot of theology in his Gospel, that's why we call him, saint john the theologian because of this the symbol of the gospel of saint john is the eagle as the eagle flies up in heaven so john in his gospel takes us up to the heavenly mind and reflect on god his goodness and who he is according to his revelation to us St. John wrote his Gospel after the Three Evangelists, after Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, when you read their Gospels, more or less they are similar to each other. That's why we call them the Synoptic Gospel. Synoptic Syn, S-Y-N, means the same Optic means vision. So Synoptic Gospels, these three Gospels have the same vision. So when Saint John wrote his Gospel, he wanted to write things that were not included in the three other Gospels. For example, he told us about the miracle at the wedding of Cana of Galilee. He told us about the dialogue between the Lord Jesus Christ and Nicodemus. He told us about the Samaritan woman He told us about the paralytic man at Bethesda He told us about uh, the discourse of our Lord Jesus Christ regarding the Eucharist He told us about the woman that was caught in sin and how the Lord showed compassion on her He told us about the miracle of the man who was born blind He told us about the discourse of the Lord Jesus Christ about the Good Shepherd He told us about the miracle of raising lavers from the dead. He told us about the discourse of the Holy Spirit, chapter 14, 15, 16, and 17. He told us about the miracle of catching many fish after the resurrection. So many things actually were recorded in the Gospel of St. John that was not recorded in the other Gospels. Also, St. John lived his life as celibate. He is the only one who followed the Lord Jesus Christ to the cross. He followed him to the house of the high priest. And because he has connection there, he was able to let Peter to come in the house of the high priest. Because he is the only one who followed the Lord to the cross. That's why the Lord entrusted him with his mother. On the cross, he said to St. Mary, this is your son about John the Beloved, and said to John the Beloved about St. Mary, this is your mother. And when the news about the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ started to spread, he actually ran to the tomb. With Peter and he was younger than Peter so he arrived at the tomb before Peter but out of politeness and out of respect to Peter and his age he did not enter the tomb and he waited until Peter came and Peter entered first and saw the empty tomb when the Lord appeared to them on the sea of Tiberias after resurrection while John and Peter and some other disciples went fishing, the only one who recognized the Lord Jesus Christ was John. He said to Peter, He is the Lord who was able to recognize him as the Lord. John the Beloved has many titles like John the Beloved, John the Theologian, or the disciple whom the Lord loved. Definitely the Lord doesn't have partiality. But because John loved God from all his heart, who was able to enjoy this love more than any other person. Like right now, the person who loves God more, he will enjoy this love more than the others. Not because the Lord has partiality, but it depends on how much you love God, like if you go to the river to fill water, if somebody took a small cup and another person took a big jar, so the person who has a big jar, he will get more water than the person who takes a small cup. In the same way, the more you open your heart to the love of God, the more you will enjoy the love of God. John the Beloved, spoke about love in his gospel, in his three letters. That's why they called him the apostle of love. Even in his old age, he died 100 years old. In his old age, they used to carry him on a chair and bring him to the church to preach the people. His sermon was always, always about love love one another and there is a nice story about john the beloved in his old age that there was a lost sheep and saint john the beloved talked to him about the lord jesus christ and he was able to bring him back to the lord then he asked one of the bishops to take care of this youth spiritually. And after some time, he went to visit that bishop and asked him about the same youth. So the bishop told him he died. The bishop meant he died spiritually. So St. John the Beloved asked about him. He told him he went back, and now he is a gang leader. He lives in the mountains with many robbers and thieves, and they just take people and take all their positions. So St. John start to search about this man, and he went to the mountains where these gangs live. So the thieves actually found St. John, so they took him and brought him to their leader. And who was the leader of these thieves? It was this man. The youth that he before brought him to the Lord Jesus Christ. So when the youth who is now a gang leader, saw St. John the Beloved, he recognized him. That's why he started to run away from him. But John in his old age ran after him and he told him have mercy upon my old age. So at the end this man stopped and waited for John and John started to talk to him again about repentance and about how he should return back to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and through his words that were anointed by the Holy Spirit who was able to restore this man to repentance again. This story shows us how he loved the sinners and how he searched for the return of the sinner. Even in his old age, he did not say, okay, he went back to his old way, we should give up on him. No, he did not do this. But he sought him until he found him And was able to restore him back to christ in spite of his love and he is the apostle of love but he was very firm when it comes to doctrines and dogmas of the church this apostle of love in his letter he said if anyone came to you with a different teaching Don't greet him. Don't receive him in your house. If you greet him, you will participate in his wicked deeds. There is no contradiction between love and being steadfast in defending the true faith. Because some people say because of love, we should compromise the doctrines of the church. No. Love does not contradict our faith and defending our doctrine and to be firm and steadfast in defending the doctrines. John the Beloved, after he lived all his life preaching the people about love and showing this love in his life, he at the end, he departed and today actually we celebrate the feast of his departure. So while we are reflecting on the life of St. John the Beloved, I think the two important messages that we get from his life, number one is the message of love. How to love as God loved us? How to love unconditionally? And how to love sacrificially? And how to love not by words and by tongue, but by action and deed. How to love everyone. As the Lord himself said, If you love those who love you, what profit do you have? Even the sinners and the tax collector love those whom love them. But we, as children of God, we need to love even our enemies, those who persecute us, those who spitefully insult us and curse us that is love in its deep meaning to love as Christ loved us to love as God has loved us that is the first lesson the second lesson how to be steadfast in our faith and how to defend our faith John God revealed to him all these deep theological meaning because of his love toward God. And this revelation is for all of us. As we read, the Lord Jesus Christ said, No one knows the Father except the Son, and to whom the Son wills to reveal. When we are close to God, God will reveal to us the mysteries of the kingdom and we need to be strong in defending our faith and we need to be strong not to participate with people who preach other doctrines than the doctrine that we received from Christ as St. John was very firm not to communicate, not to greet, not to receive people who preach other doctrines in our houses because even when we do this, we participate in their wicked deeds. Today, in the feast of St. John the Beloved, we ask God to give us a heart like the heart of John. We ask God to give us the love that John experienced in his life. We ask God to open our eyes and to reveal to us the mysteries of the kingdom of God as he revealed them to St. John, so we can have a better and a deeper personal relationship with the Lord as John did. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.